ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, May 27th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the White Claw phone line at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer, made pure. Pretty open phone lines for you this afternoon. Uh, nobody's scheduled to come up on the program. That's okay. Uh, we will be here for the entire hour with you. Also, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Uh, I don't know where to begin because we had Pirates baseball earlier this afternoon, and I just can't describe what happened. The Cubs beat the Pirates 5-3, to three, but it was bizarre. It was just, I don't know, go Google it. I can't describe it. I can't do it justice. The Pirates has gotten their their own way today here. And I've never seen a more laughable performance. There was some comedy of error stuff going on here. Third inning. Just go Google it. Because what should have been a... A routine out ended up probably costing the Pirates. Just a comedy error. So, okay, go here. No, okay, no, go here. This is Little League stuff here we're talking about. So, I, again, I don't know how to describe it. It was just bizarre. So, uh, go Google that. Go go look at the – just look at the play itself. Uh, the Pirates are back in action coming up tomorrow. We've got them for you right here. ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Taking on Colorado 6-10 will be our airtime there. Hopefully they can recover from the insanity that was earlier today against the Cubs. Cubbies get the sweep. Uh, what's happening tonight? Uh, well, several games are uh, either final or uh, in action. And I'll give you all the finals right now. The Mets beat the Rockies in game one of their doubleheader, one to nothing. Phillies beat the Marlins today, 3-2. Cubbies, as I mentioned, beat the Pirates 5-3. Indians beat the Tigers 5-2. And then the Brewers beat the Padres 6-5. Coming up tonight, you have the Blue Jays and the Yankees. And you got the Orioles and White Sox. Right now in the bottom of the sixth, two outs. The Mets lead the Rockies in Game 2 of the doubleheader 3-1. Uh, NBA action coming up tonight. We got the Bucks in the Heat. That's at 7:30 p.m. And the Suns taking on the Lakers, 10 o'clock tonight. Series all tied at one game apiece. And then the Nuggets taking on the Trailblazers, also series tied at one game apiece. And that is coming up tonight at 10:30 p.m. NHL, couple of really interesting matchups tonight. With Toronto leading the series three games to one, Toronto could actually get out of the first round and beat longtime dreaded rival Montreal Canadiens. You talk about your rivalries. And there are some, some really good sports rivalries. Depending on your sport, there are some really good sports rivalries. Right? Washington and Dallas, that was a pretty good one. Back when the 
Washington Football Club were the Redskins, and of course, people made the connection to Cowboys and Indians. So, the Cowboys and the Redskins, and you know, that was a um, that's an okay rivalry, right? You know, I can think of some other rivalries, maybe, but not on a national level. Is there a more heated sports rivalry than the Canadians and the Maple Leaves? Because you have two distinct ideologies here. Same country, two different distinct. You've got French Canadians and you've got non-French Canadians. I mean, you've got two different styles of, of thought here. It's like two, it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost two countries in the same country. You've got almost two countries in the same country here. And so the Canadians and the Maple Leafs, they have battled back and forth over the years. A lot of national interest here. I mean, I don't know of a I don't know of a, a sports rivalry. I mean, is Lakers Celtics in the NBA back in its day? Would that have measured up to this? I mean, you had two of the best going at each other as far as organizations, but would that have measured up? I don't think so. I'm trying to think of one, what in football would have measured up. I really can't. I can't think of what two distinct national teams. Yankees, Yankees. Everybody hates the Yankees, or you love the Yankees, but I just can't think of it. So that'll be a fun one tonight. And then you got the Hurricanes and the Predators. That game coming up. We're going to have that for you on our sister station, Cat Sports ninety three three. And 1340, looking forward to that one. So that's coming up tonight as well. And so you can stream that as well over at catsports933.com. So that's what it's looking like as far as the National Hockey League is concerned. And, of course, we've got a lot to get into. Schedules are coming out. I'm going to talk to you about that when we continue. A disappointing night for the Huntington Highlanders in the Mountain State Athletic Conference title game. That's coming up. We'll talk to you about that. A couple other items I want to get into with you. Uh, baseball camp's coming up for uh, for Marshall. We'll tell you about all of that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Pat's joining us from Huntington, and he's on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Pat, I understand you want to talk a little bit about Bob Coleman. He was on the show with us a couple weeks ago. Good story, good story. Uh, And I think you might even be of an age to know most of these fellas as well. But uh, uh, listening to Bobby talk, I know he's famous at Marshall for football, but I, when he was eight years old, back whenever uh, they didn't have T-ball, they had Pee-wee League, and Pee-wee League was basically run by one guy from that, at each of the different leagues from the YMCA or somewhere like that, and they would let the older guys in the neighborhood coach the teams. They'd pick some of the guys that, you know, that they knew were ball players and they'd ask them if they were interested in coaching with the Pee Wee League. And if you were, why well, you go out and you pick a team. So I'm going to relate to you a team, this is true, I'm not lying, that I had uh, of these guys whenever I was 12 years old, 13, 
I was coaching, uh, my peewee league team consisted of Bobby Coleman, Mike Pierman, Mike Fraley, Charlie Chapman, Bobby Elsa, T. Burbage, and Harry Severino. Now, I don't. I think you might know most of those guys, but they were all athletes at Huntington East, and several of them, Harry and T, both played down at Marshall on the baseball team. But that team steamrolled the league. I'm telling you, Charlie Chapman, of course, runs the mortuary. I'm actually coaching his team right now that's sponsored down at the Huntington Little League, uh, the, the minor league team down there. I've been doing that for many years. But that team, I'm missing one or two people. I can't remember all the names, and I know some prominent player is missing. But that was Bobby Coleman, Mike Pierman, Mike Fraley, Charlie Chapman, Bobby Elza, T. Burbage, and Harry Severino, all on the same baseball team. And they were dynamite. Let me tell you, uh, I remember T. Burbage hit 27 inside the park home runs. Of course, that means he hit it down the right field line and the right fielder couldn't get it back in. And uh, he ran all the way around the base. But I just wanted to relate that. Uh, I would have liked to have been able to when Bobby was on because I know he would have re- would have liked to have heard that. But uh, uh, I just had my chance today to get in. Uh, it just so happened the show was coming on as I was traveling. And I thought, I, I can't let this chance pass me by. Uh, but anyway, Paul, that was the team. And that's all I wanted to say. And if you want to discuss it after I get off here or if you've got any questions to ask me, feel free to, sir. Okay, all, all Huntington East guys, right? Yes, they were. Yeah, they played at League 5. The old Islow Field there. That's where we play. Okay. They lined us all up against the, all the boys up against the wall in the morning, and you got to go down the row and choose your players. Uh, you know, one at a time. The different coaches took turns, and everybody, all these other guys, kept passing these guys up, and I'd see them play. But you know, uh, time and again out of the field, and I thought, well, why are you passing up these guys? They're the best players in the league, but in the neighborhood. But for some reason, they all had, I guess they may have been picking their brothers or their friends or what have you. But uh, I was picking to win. I hate to say it, but I was picking to win. Hey, no, you pick and, to win. Uh, that's but, it. That's that's how you win. You don't pick You don't pick friends. You don't pick family. You pick to win. They're, I mean, they're keeping score, right? So you pick to win. <laughs> yeah, they were. Well, anyway. Uh, it was a good time. I did that for a couple of years whenever I was younger. And uh, uh, all of those guys uh, t- ended up being great athletes. They all played baseball at, uh, uh, at East and, uh, and football uh, and basketball, or most of them did. And uh, uh, several of them, like I say, went on to play college ball. And uh, Huntington East always produced uh, uh, East End of Huntington has always produced good baseball players. And uh, I'm still trying to carry on the uh, tradition and create some more uh, uh, down there at League 3 at the old uh, at the uh, Arch Field. So I'm, I'm picking all these 10 boys whenever I pick. <laughs> some good baseball being played well, down there. How do you feel about this? Um, okay. Even though they didn't win the uh, Mountain State Athletic Conference title, how do you feel about the Highlanders? Uh, they lost a tough one yesterday, 6-5. They... They still got a chance for state, though. Well, 
uh, I know some of those boys up there, and I'm pulling for them. Uh, you know, you got to have pitching with that left. Uh, it's all about the pitching uh, once you get to high school. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, so I'm hopeful for them. Uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to be uh, at, uh, at the uh, uh, big celebration that the city had downtown for the, uh, uh, the girls' basketball team the other night. Uh, and uh, that was really nice that we got to get, uh, honor them down there. Uh, and uh, I knew a couple of the girls off that team, and I also had several of them. Uh, I'm a substitute school teacher after my first career. I retired, and I've had several of them in, uh, in class through the years. So I knew several of them, and, and I was glad to see the girls. One in particular, I told her I used to see her out playing, and I said, Keep playing. Keep practicing. This will take you somewhere if you really want to do it. And sure enough, she ended up as a state champion. That was Katie Swan. Okay. Uh, so, so that's awesome. Well, I like the story about all those boys. I remember that team well. They all were such good ball players, And there for a while, those guys and the, those barns and the uh, – appreciate it. No, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. No, go get some dinner, get something pretty good. Uh, I was going to ask him, but he's got to go get dinner now. Since he's down at League 3, who tells the better stories, him or Woody Woodrum? I'm going to go with Pat right now. Pat's the winner of that one. Thanks, Pat, for calling in. appreciate it. You can do so as well. When we go to commercial break, I open the phone lines back up for you at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Since we're on the subject, Huntington High, a heartbreaker, they still have ball games to play. But Hurricane, they're really good. And Hurricane was down, trailing 5-2. And Huntington was doing pretty good holding them. But Hurricane gets four runs, four consecutive hits, and beat Huntington 6-5. Now they're the Mountain State Athletic Conference champions. you got to give Huntington credit, though. Hurricane's a really good team. Huntington is uh, showing that they're a good team. Huntington now 21 and 6. The Redskins, they've won 22 consecutive games now. Uh, that's that's saying something. They're 23 and 1. This is their 22nd consecutive win. Are they going to win the state? Possibility here. Huntington, though, might have something to say about it. I like Huntington's chances. I like where this program's going. So that's where we stand with the high school baseball. Don't forget, Huntington's in action. I think they're in action right now. If I remember from yesterday, they're in action right now. Of course, it's senior day. A lot of the seniors are being honored, and 
We'll keep tabs on that throughout the uh, night, and uh, we'll get that one to you tomorrow. We'll pass that along to you as well. All right, we're going to take the break, come back, get you caught up on what the TV schedule looks like. Marshall is going to be playing on Thursday against Appalachian State. I'll tell you that much. We'll tell you what time is going to happen and where you can watch it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, May 27th edition, your drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Getting closer to Memorial Day. We're getting closer to the weekend. Hope you enjoy your day off if you get it. Uh, We're going to have baseball action for you on Monday. Hey, I'm going to kick back. On Monday, I'm kicking back. I'm going to be in baseball mode. I'm going to be watching games. Just taking advantage of it. So I hope you can do the same as well. But we'll be back on Tuesday. So programming note, Memorial Day, no Paul Swan. But we will have something to entertain you with as uh, we're putting the schedule together. Speaking of schedules, get the news today. Appalachian State making it known. Big-time matchup coming up. Marshall, one of the best teams in the group of five. Appalachian State, one of the best teams in the group of five. And we got the time and date update here. So Marshall's going to be playing on a Thursday in Boone, North Carolina against the Mountaineers on September 23rd. It's going to be a 7.30 p.m. game and going to be on ESPN. I don't think that's ESPN2, ESPN+, or ESPN3. Uh, the big graphic they posted says ESPN and no other numbers or pluses next to it. So big time game on a Thursday night. See, I'm okay with that. I know you don't want to be the Mid-American Conference and play the last four or five games on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I get that. I understand why you don't want to do that. I mean, you want to actually go to the games and you want to be able to Go on a Saturday, tailgate, do your thing, go watch the herd, be done with your day after the herd wins, and enjoy the rest of the weekend. And I get that. But the herd on Thursday night, national TV, against Appalachian State, that's a big deal. You want to take that game. You always take that game. And maybe Marshall, maybe schools like Marshall, are going to have to play a few more Thursday night games. Conference, once you get into the conference, I don't know if it's really – Worth it unless it's a big time matchup, but you got Appalachian State Marshall, two programs have got a history. I think it could be a fantastic series if it continues. You see Appalachian State on the schedule more often. You're not going to see them every year, but I'm showing my Southern Conference days a little bit. I liked playing Appalachian State. I'm still probably fond of the Southern Conference schools a little bit more than I am the Mid-American Conference schools and the Conference USA schools because, I mean, I grew up. That's how I came up watching Marshall take on the Southern Conference schools. So Georgia Southern means a little bit more to me. Appalachian State means a little bit more to me. Furman means a little bit more to me. These schools, I have more of a, a fondness for playing because that's what I remember. And Appalachian State Marshall playing – This is going to be a fun game. Marshall beats Appalachian State. Marshall 
has a, a solid run till the end where it started to fall apart a little bit for the herd, but still, Marshall beats Appalachian State. Thundering herd getting national attention. Maybe if Marshall and Appalachian State are undefeated early on in the season, both teams play, it's going to definitely garner a lot of attention. So that's your update as far as the schedule is concerned with Marshall and Appalachian State. The Thundering Herd playing Thursday night, national TV, 7.30 p.m., Boone, North Carolina. So, I don't know. Take an early week off, right? Head down to that one. Make the trip. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful stadium. I didn't realize how how nice it was. It really built it up. But I didn't realize how nice it had gotten. And, of course, this is on top of everything else that we have seen as far as the schedule is concerned. So you got Marshall at Navy, 3.30 p.m. on September 4th. At North Texas on October 15th, that's going to be a 7 p.m. game. A UAB, 3.30 p.m. game. That's on November 13th. And Western Kentucky, 3.30 p.m. That's going to be on uh, November 27th. And, of course, this is going to be on CBS Sports Network. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And just keep in mind the North Texas game is moving back. It was a Saturday game on October 16th. It's a Friday game now. So Marshall's got a Friday game and a Thursday game. And now add Appalachian State to the list here. I don't know if we're going to see any more changes. We haven't seen the rest of the TV schedule come out yet. That's the thing. We've got the CBS Sports Network games. We've got this one ESPN game because it's Appalachian State releasing the information. We haven't seen anything else come out yet. Marshall hasn't sent the release out for any of these other games. We're just all piecing it together. So, you know, guys like me, Tom Bragg over at Herd 247, Grant Trailer, you know, we're all just piecing this stuff together as we see it. And I'm sure we're going to get an official release eventually when the full TV schedule comes out. But at the same time, it's fun to speculate. Could Marshall get a couple of more games, uh, a little higher profile games, a little more prominent networks because people are interested in seeing what Coach Huff is all about. Marshall Appalachian State makes perfect sense. I mean, that's a game that you have storylines there. You can build it up. You can build up the interest there. I mean, you should be able to. Of course, we know about Marshall Appalachian State. Appalachian State fans know about Marshall Appalachian State. That's one thing. We know. We know why it's a thing. And for older herd fans, you don't have to tell us. We get it. For younger herd fans, you kind of started to get a feel for it the last time these two teams played. Fans that started coming up during the Mid-American Conference. And I feel like we've got eras here. We've got Southern Conference days. I'm right there. I am solid in the Southern Conference era of Marshall Athletics. And then you've got Mid-American Conference era number two. Because you had the old Mid-American Conference era. Then you have, we get into the Southern Conference era. And now we're back in the MAC. And then you go into Conference USA. So, maybe it's up to me, up to some of you to explain why Marshall Appalachian State, 
that's actually a pretty good game. That's pretty a that's a pretty big deal between these two schools because they have a lot of history. Of course, those kids are on the football field, the new ones coming in, they're not going to really have much on that. Kids that are on the roster that were here last season, they're going to know a little bit about it. I'm sure we're going to have to educate Coach Huff a little bit, just tell him what the deal is, get him a little bit more up to speed. And I'm sure he's getting up to speed as well. Like, okay, you know, why is this game relevant? Why why Marshall Appalachian State? What's the history here? I'm sure he's doing his homework as well, so I'm not worried about that. And I don't know if that stuff really matters to him. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, will that matter to him as much as just, you know, I'm, I'm out here to get my team better. You know, we're trying to close the gap. We're trying to play better. Yeah, do things like that, will that register for him? That's that's a question. That's a curiosity for me. I just want to know, will that be a factor for him? It's like, hey, yeah, um, yeah, I know Marshall's playing Appalachian State in the Southern Conference days, and, you know, they gave it to us pretty good for a while, and then we – Got better as a program and started giving it back to him and you know knocking them off last year. That registers. I think that registers. I, I I absolutely think I would rather play Appalachian State than some of the other schools I've seen on the schedule over the years. Now you play the schools that will play you. You play the schools that will play you. You play the schools that make sense, but just from a nostalgia point of view, bring on Appalachian State. Let's do it. Bring that on all the time. I'm, I'm here for it. More Georgia Southern on the schedule as well. I, I would do that. And I've always felt that if you're going to play, if you're going to play a game from the FCS, I would always hope that you would get a, a school from the Southern Conference. That would be my first pick. It's always good to play a school that you have some relationship with. So you're going to play a Mid-American Conference school here and there. I'm good with that completely. But if you're going to play a school, you're going to get a school on from the FCS now and then. You have to have one. You have to put one on the schedule. You need an extra home game, and that's where you have to go to get one. I'm always rooting that athletic department can find one of the Southern Conference teams. It just makes sense for me. But at the same time, if you're playing more of the Sun Belt teams, I'm good with that as well. Yep. Always want to play a, at least one major conference. Get a big game. Two if you can. And if you got to fill it out a little bit, I'm okay with the Sun Belt and I'm okay with the MAC. At the end of the day, though, it doesn't matter to me. The schedule, from a standpoint, is that's the opponent. Go herd. Sure, I want big games on the schedule as well. I mean, let's be honest. You look at what the herd's been able to do schedule-wise. I mean, you got Navy. That's pretty good. I mean, that that's really good. I mean, Marshall's never played Navy, and I want to see more games like that. I mean, Notre Dame. I mean, Marshall's never played Notre Dame at Notre Dame, right? All right, we're going to take our break. Come back. We're going to wrap this one up. Still time for you at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. That, the number to be a part of the White Claw phone lines here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour. Brought to you by White Claw, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Pirates baseball coming up tomorrow. Usually we we precede the Pirates, but uh, a comedy of errors today for the Pirates and unfortunately uh, not a good outing for Pittsburgh. So back in action tomorrow, taking on the Rockies. We've got it for you, 610 right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Baseball is starting to uh, really heat up for the majors. College baseball heating up uh, in conference tournaments. Marshall baseball looking towards next year. And the Thundering Herd announced their youth camp for ages K through 8th grade. Here's the deal. It's going to be July 6th through the 8th at Ona Milton Little League Complex. And you can go to HerdZone.com to get on board with this. It's 9 a.m. to noon, ages K through 8th grade, and the cost is $100. So if you're looking for camps to start being a part of, Jeff Wagner, how cool would that be? Coach of the Herd? Put your kid in a camp with the coach of the herd. Yeah. Camp, we're, we're starting to get back to normal with all of this. So that's uh, coming up again. You can check out herdzone.com and uh, you can find out more information there. Also, um, you can find more details on social media uh, info on herd baseball on Twitter. Herd baseball on Twitter. So, Thundering Herd. As we talked about, playing Appalachian State on September 23rd, 7.30 p.m. Going to be on ESPN. Big game between Marshall and the Appalachian State Mountaineers. You haven't really known what a big rivalry is uh, unless you were back in those Southern Conference days. I, I honestly believe this, that the rivalries that were formed in the Southern Conference were better than the most part, than the MAC, And now Western Kentucky has become a really good rival, and I enjoy that series. And Middle Tennessee has become good. And honestly, I think I'm starting to form. Depends on the school, but there are shades of... I like Western Kentucky as an opponent. Charlotte, I like that series. I'm starting to finally like all these series between these schools in the east side of this for Conference USA. I mean, soccer's got me really not wanting to be uh, anything uh, other than distasteful towards Charlotte just about. I mean, respectful, but distasteful still. Coach is like, yeah, we don't you know, yeah, we don't like Charlotte. Okay, they don't like us, we don't like them. Okay, I'm down with that. So we're starting to get that. But just going back to this Appalachian State thing, that's a big time. I, I, that's a big time game for me. It might not be big time as say Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to tell you that it's like that, but still, that's that's a big one for me. I like that. I like that seriously. And hopefully, a lot of herd fans can make that trip down uh, down to the stadium. Again, I was um, I was just looking at it, like refreshing myself, and like, well, you know, it's really gotten nicer down there. They've really put a lot into it. They've got a, a very nice 
complex. And that's the one thing. Like, you go down to Boone, North Carolina, you see with the complex and you see the trees, and it just feels like a college football Saturday. Like, that's that's what I think hurts Marshall sometimes, just a little bit. It's just like the surrounding area. It doesn't feel like you just – you see the bones of Huntington. And I'm not trying to say anything bad. I just – yeah, I like – I like the scenic view. You know, like going to Athens. I mean, the Bobcats, you go, you play the Bobcats, and just like you go to Peden, and yeah, sure, it's not the biggest stadium, but it's sure, it's sure nice looking. You go inside, it's picturesque, and yeah, it's just cool. Thunder Herd, however, have really good facilities, and hopefully they're going to get better. And I, I like the direction that Coach Huff has been talking. I remember they had the bowling event. Not that long ago, trying to make some improvements, uh, upgrades into the facilities, trying to keep up with what you have and make them better. So I really like what he's doing there. All right, uh, what's coming up tomorrow on the show? Well, tomorrow is Friday, and we hopefully will have a pretty good picture of, I'm hoping we get some of the TV schedules here, a little bit more for the Thundering Herd. That's what I'm hoping. That's that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. Maybe getting some more TV schedules, get that out of the way and settled, and then we, we kind of have a better idea of what those schedules are going to look like and see where the herd's going to be. I mean, so far we've only seen one streaming game. It's on Facebook. It's on CBS Sports Network Facebook, and I'm, I'm okay with that. If it's on ESPN Plus or... The CBS Facebook, I'm good. Anything else, maybe not so much. Because at least I know if it's on ESPN Plus, most people have, most people that care have ESPN Plus. It's what, $5.99 a month? Easy to get. It's on almost every device you have. You remember with conversations we had like five, six, seven years ago, we had to tell you how to do this stuff. And pretty much now, some of you are probably going to tell me how you do it, how you're getting them. But ESPN Plus, I'm okay. Anything that is, if it's not on TV, if it's Plus, I'm good. I will accept a streaming game on CBS Sports Facebook. I will accept that. Anything else I'm not so cool with. But we'll see. I'm hoping that ESPN and some of the other um, outlets gobble up some of these games. I don't have to worry about that. We'll find out, though. That's coming up. I'm not going to say tomorrow, but I'm hoping we get that a little bit sooner than later as far as a possible schedule update. And Appalachian State, the next game for us to know about now, and let's hope we can get the the rest of the schedule sooner than later. Uh, coming up again tonight, let me tell you what's happening. Bucks Heat coming up tonight, 7.30. Milwaukee leads that series two games to none. Suns and Lakers tied up at one game apiece. That's coming up tonight at 10 o'clock. Nuggets and Trailblazers, that's set for 10.30 p.m. That series is tied at one game apiece. In the National Hockey League, Carolina could ouster the Nashville Predators tonight. That is coming up 9.30 p.m. And then I will be keeping an eye on this one. It's three games to one in favor of Toronto. Toronto and 
Montreal. Two distinct versions of Canada right there. Two distinct versions of Canada. Two countries within a country. I mean, not not two states, two countries within a country here with Montreal and Toronto. Two distinct, different, same but different cultural heritages in the same country. I mean, this is the national game here. This is the national series. And the rivalry, I think, is one of the best. And the fact they're actually getting to play it in the playoffs, that's the thing. I mean, this it's one thing if you like you have, say, Calgary and Edmonton, you know, Battle of Alberta, that's one thing. Or if you have Lakers and Clippers, okay, that's a thing now. Or the Knicks and Brooklyn Nets, okay, yeah, that's a thing there, maybe. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, maybe. Okay, yeah, that I can see that a little bit. But Lakers-Celtics, Chicago Bulls and anybody else? Bulls-Pistons. All right, I'll, there you go. I'm going to go with that one. That if I'm, picking a ba- if I'm picking basketball, I'm taking that one. I'm taking maybe. Lakers-Celtics means more to me, but Pistons, Bulls, Jordan era. Okay, I'm going to take that. That's that's where we stand. And that's going to do it for this edition. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everyone being a part of it. We'll do it again tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.